Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Lord, tonight, I thank you again, Lord, for allowing us to come before you. And Lord, we're asking you to, as we're talking to you tonight, dear Lord, talking to the light. Dear Lord, we're asking for guidance of the path that we're on. Lord, many people in this time are in great struggles. I hear from people all over the world, dear Lord, of who are not that many, but people, dear God, you know them. And Lord, they have troubles, people here in America, people in Asia and other places, dear Lord, all over in Africa and so on, dear God, all, all over the place. They send me emails and they ask me questions. But dear Lord, I pray that you can help me tonight to kind of help them, Lord, understand these times. Before I get into that, dear Lord, I'd like to speak quickly on an issue, dear God, because I've had a couple questions on this. and I'd, I'd just like to make it a little bit more clear. It's the issue of the meat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lord, the other night we talked about the the deer meat and the, the goat meat. Dear Lord, and, you know, people asking, what's the difference between a sheep and a goat and, and so on? Dear Lord, in, in Deuteronomy 14, you told us we could eat the goat meat or and the sheep and and so forth. And I just want to explain to the people a little bit more tonight about this. You know, meats you can eat just like the words. You can eat them all day long. You can go to McDonald's. You can go to anywhere and eat meat. You can eat any kind of meat, fish. You can do lots of different things. But only in the aspect of when they're being used to enable your purposes by someone with understanding are we actually using it as a word, the word meat, the word food. Meat and food are often the same word utilized in the scriptures, in the Hebrew. And Lord, it's important for us to understand that meat does do something, just like the bread. The Lord talked about the bread as the bread of instruction and the water, a glass of water causes and brings forth correction. Cold water brings forth correction. Milk is utilized to stir up the beginning of thought process and so on. I've explained these in different writings over over the years. And dear Lord, people can learn from that. Um, I have a couple on the front of the website. Uh, you can see the just glancing down the website, you can see the cover sheets of the document and tell whether you want to listen to it or not. But Lord, I pray that the people begin to understand their God in this time. Dear Lord, it's important for us to get some of these things right. We got to understand. And then, dear Lord, there's the question mark, which people ask, and it's very real. And that is, okay, if I learn this stuff, what good does it do me? And Lord, that is the real root of the problem. Because back in the ways of the problems, and you're showing this with Isaac, as I pointed out in the last two nights. Dear Lord, with, with Isaac, he was eating the meat prepared. He loved Esau because of the savory meat. And his wife, Rebecca, 
who's responsible for keeping the house. And she is the one that has to provide the way so that the spirit can work in the house. She can't override her husband in the word that she's committed to be a support of. But she can have and, and offered correction to him. See, Isaac wanted Esau, sent him out to get the game because Esau, I mean, Isaac absolutely believed that I, uh, that Esau was the one to get the blessing. He was firstborn. He had the hairy arms and he loved him and he wanted him to be the one to get the primary blessing. And deer meat, as I've explained, deer is symbolic of the beautiful words. The words of the morning, when you manifest the knowledge of your word to make it known, the good works of God. He wanted him to have authority over the good works of God. So he asked him to to go out and get the game that he loved the most. And we know from the scriptures what that is. It's deer meat. Even there's rabbis agree it was deer meat. The goat is symbolic of the third spirit. And Rebecca understood that what her husband was wanting. She overheard the conversation. She knew what he was wanting. And she was wise. See, it says that Jacob was a, uh, lived in a house in tents and his mother loved him. And you love somebody. You truly love somebody. You make known the words to them, the words of God and the ways of the words of God. And so she was always teaching her son and getting, you know, just preparing the teachings of Jacob so that he would learn. I Esau, on the other hand, uh, getting the, of the teachings from Isaac. She was getting Jacob to hear the teachings from Isaac. And Esau would come in. It's very clear. He despised the birthright. What is the birthright? The birthright that people don't seem to understand is the authority of the words to do the work of the kingdom by the way of the words because all things are created by the words or are sustained by the words of God. It's by the words that the Lord does all these things. It's his words that divide the soul and does what we desire, as he talks about in John 15, 7, Hebrews 4, 12, and many other verses. It's the words that makes a light to our path. So Esau despised the blessing, and the birthright, and God gives us this message clearly because I, I wrote a, a writing on the, the red bean soup. <laughs> he sold his birthright for soup and something to drink. I, I wouldn't doubt that he got cold milk. Well, not cold milk, but just milk. He got something to drink. doesn't really say what he had to drink. Did he, did he drink wine? Or maybe it gave him wine. See, wine is symbolic of the eternal plan. But when you're doing these things in the way of the words and you're doing it like Jacob was and like Rebecca was, you're doing it for the way of the words. And Isaac intended to do that. He wanted the counsel of the Lord. See, the fourth spirit is the counsel of God. And a deer is symbolic of that. The word comes made known. This instruction is sealed in the morning. That's the counsel of the Lord. He seals it in you. See, understanding is the way of knowing to choose good or evil. And what the Lord says in, in, in the law of knowledge, which he tells you in Isaiah 28, 9 to 13, it comes a little bit here, a little there, line upon line, so that they go forward and they stumble and then they, they fall back if they don't. And, and they should learn by that. The goat is symbolic of that. The goat is symbolic of our stumbling. It doesn't hurt to eat 
goat uh, goat meat and so forth as, as they do. But you know that God also says that he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And he warns us very clearly in Zechariah 10.3 that in this day of the Lord, what's the matter? His sheep are mixed in the goat herd, so they're as goats. They're to set themselves apart from the world, John 17.17. 17. But no, they're mixing themselves with the way of the world. So even when they're learning the, wor- the words, they're not saying, this is the doctrine I want and this is what I'm going to follow. Instead, they mix it. But the goat, she took two goats. Rebecca took two goats. She, she told Jacob to go get two goats. And, and then look what he did. You know, the garment is, a, is, a, garment is part of the third spirit. You, you put it on there that they might grow in understanding. So she made him a, a coat of the two skins of the, the goats. She made him a garment and put it on him, put, put the skin on his arms as well. And she said she put it around his neck. In the scriptures, it tells you about his neck. So it was, it was like speaking before the Lord because she knew what her husband needed to do was, that, was to do this in a way of understanding because if Esau would have come and he would have ate deer meat with Esau, she knew something. She knew that the Lord was going to speak because he was doing it for the purpose of the way of the words and so Isaac believed that when he got this word of counsel, it would be good for Esau. But the exact opposite would have happened. Rebekah saved Esau. Because if they would have taken the deer meat and if he'd have ate it and if he'd have blessed Esau, the words that would have come out of his soul because of that meat that he had his son fix. It's like when, when Elisha told him to go get a new bowl of salt a new bowl and put salt in it and bring it here. And he poured it into the source of the well. And the words judged those people and made the water sweet because what they said they were doing, they actually were doing. They were judged by the way of the words. And so the Lord changed that water to sweet. The same would have happened here, except God hated Esau. And if Isaac would have pursued this and brought the counsel of the fourth spirit upon that situation, God would have spoken his soul and Isaac would have, would have been shocked at what the Lord would have talked to him. The blessing would not have come out like it did. He can't change. It's like he said when he, well, after he spoke the blessing over Jacob, he couldn't change it back because it was spoken. It was done in the way of the words and the words are everlasting. So what I was teaching in the way of doing these meets is understand what you're doing. If you're going to use them for the words, be careful. Understand what you're doing. Don't be careless. The devil wants you to be careless. People go out hunting deer all the time. The, the royal family of England was taking deer and they were doing it and, and uh, they eat. It's, it's evil. What they're doing is they're eating it, but they're desiring to do evil and the counsel of God is upon them for not good reasons. It tells you in the scriptures it's going to destroy them because they have dared to do this and in their history, they even kept the deer meat away from the people. They've dared to do this without knowledge. But they had the ability to learn the knowledge because the Lord is always open to the rulers if they will come to him. They even, King, King James even made the scriptures and he changed some of the scriptures. He had it underdone under his name. But he didn't do it for good. They were doing it for evil. Their purposes was to get control of the people and control them. And also at that time, they were taking and fighting amongst themselves. 
They basically eventually took control of the Vatican. And so now they use the Vatican just like they use Washington, D.C. It's, it's a puppet government run from London. And they use them to do evil works. So it's not done by them, it's done by them. And a pope in them are you know, contaminating their own name, doing that, bring destruction upon themselves because they follow the harlot. And they fornicate with her in the evil plan that they have on the birth certificates and, and the banking and the taxation and all these things that are absolutely uh, sinful because they're not done by the correct laws and not done by the way of God. Okay, so he, he ate that. She brought goat meat, which is the spirit of understanding. It's the third spirit. It's the spirit of understanding. In other words, she wanted her husband to get understanding, and that goat meat would cause this to happen. So that what happened was what God desired to be done was done. She enabled the Lord to do what the Lord desired because he asked for understanding. And so God, what God do? God spoke a great blessing over Jacob. It came from the Lord. That's why Jacob says, I can't change it. It came from the Lord. The Spirit of God recognized the situation, asked, saw what this woman, the wise one in the house, was doing. And it says in there that she was, she said that she's going to die if her son Jacob marries one of these women from Heth and so on. Because she recognized what had happened. See, the Lord allowed this work of Esau, because Jacob loved it. He wouldn't pay attention to the prophetic word that was given to his wife. He saw his son as being this athletic man that was always out there and he was bringing in this savory meat and he married these women from other places. And then Esau, even despite his father, after the blessings were done, after Jacob left, what happened? He's saying he went off and to despise his mother, surely. Remember, we're supposed to honor your father and the mother. To despise his mother, he went off and married a daughter of Ishmael who Ishmael had married an Egyptian woman. His mother, Hagar, brought him an Egyptian wife. So now they're bringing in another, the, the occultic side of all this, the Egyptian God worship things into all this. They're already doing the merchant system and all these other evil things that they were doing at that time. See, in, in the merchant system, the Canaanite way is they don't care about the law of the parents. They don't care about the generational plan of God. You know, he didn't honor, Noah was a winemaker, which is talking about, it brings forth the knowledge of the general generational plan of God. And he mocked him, Ham. And so his son was cursed. That's the generational plan. That's why he cursed his son and said that they would report into the tents of his older brothers. And all this happened. These things are real. Words are real. They do good works if we use them with understanding and if we desire to learn the knowledge. And so that was the way that was. Now, the sheep is an interesting, lamb is a wonderful thing because it represents the word of God. There are scriptures that we can see. I'm trying to find my notes here. There's things like the Lord uh, says to us, um, you know, he, remember when the Lord was feeding the, or telling the disciples to take the fish and go feed my sheep? Take the fish, which is symbolic of the words of God, and go feed my sheep. See, the sheep is symbolic of those desiring words of wisdom. That's why God is saying he's going to separate them, sheep and goats. 
See, the goat's is understanding of the world. It has both in there. The, the you know, you, you, the goat causes us to see this and desire good and not evil. We have to see this sacrifice of the goat and so forth. And they set the one free. The Lord. Uh, remember, he's coming. He's going to set the sheep on the one side. Those are the ones hungry for the words. And he's going to put the goats on the other side. One of the problems with the goats is that they think they have understanding. And that's symbolic of what she did here. Isaac believed with all his heart. He was right. But his wife saw the change, what the problem was. She chose this thing to do this. And she mixed the savory mixes that made it so that Isaac couldn't even tell the difference between deer meat and goat meat. And he had lost his eyesight, so he couldn't tell it from looking at it. See, God was bringing this all to him because he had lost, he could no longer see. In other words, he was no longer seeing the way of the words because Esau had tricked him in all these years. He had set the stage, deceived him, and probably came to him because it says he despised his birthright. If he despised his birthright, what his meaning is he would come in and say and act to his father like he's really interested. Oh, I want to know this. I know I want to do this. And go out and do the exact opposite. That's despising a birthright, which is what the scripture says he did. That's beyond selling it. He utilized it. All he cared about was he felt he was the entitled one. He was born first. He was going to get this. And he he just manipulated his father so that this would come about. But it was always told, and it, it seems like they all knew that this was what was going to be done. But he didn't want that. He wanted it his way. He didn't care what Dad did. He didn't hear it, Manasseh and Ephraim, when when Jacob told and switched the birthright on them, the blessing on them. They didn't complain. I mean, they were little, but still, the people understood because of what happened with Jacob. And Esau. Okay, I just wanted to go over that a little bit about the meats. Because you see the ox, the beef. Think about it. If if you go to the Temple of Solomon and you just look at the water basin, water is, is separating. The, you know, the spirit hovers above the face of the waters. What is that water basin held up by? It was held up by 12 bronze oxen. Three pointing each direction. Three desiring understanding. From the east, the west, and north, all four directions, three facing each way, 12 of them in total, and their tails were all tied together as one. They were all molded and designed so that the tails are tied together. It was very prominently disguised, I mean, uh, um, stated in the scriptures that their tails tied together as one underneath the water. And what did they do there? It was so the priests they could wash their hands because it's the water that washes you clean, it's the separation of evil. It's a separation from the darkness of lack of knowledge to desiring to hear the knowledge. And they would wash their hands before they go into the temple to hear what the Lord speaks, to eat of the bread, the showbread and so on, to get of that. See, this is symbolic of the oxen being the way of the first spirit. When, when uh, Abram wanted to understand from the Lord, see, one of the things that you see with the... With the um, the way of the words is that if you go back to Genesis 1, the first day of the creation is done in the way of the first spirit, which is like the oxen. 
And what happens there? You got the Lord made a proclamation to Abraham. He gave him a covenant that he'd have a seed, a child, and and they would uh, uh, come from Sarah and so on. He he had said that your child is going to be a great nation. And so what what he did when when he'd heard that covenant? And remember that right before Sodom and Gomorrah, before it was destroyed, the Lord and two angels came by. Um, two men came by there. They came by to see um, Abram and Sarah. So, because they told him there that the child would come. But what did Abram do? See, the covenant is in the very beginning, it says, In the beginning was the heavens and the earth. That's a covenant. In other words, the plan, the word was all made, it was ready. All the words were there. He said, The words are prepared. Heaven and earth are prepared. So the word is prepared to bring all these things forward. And then it says the spirit is hovering over the face of the waters. The face is the authority. The, and and the, what it means by the waters is all of us are made of the particles that were brought out of the waters and put into the earth. First, in the second day, he made the firmament, which he, you know, was, it was going to decide who goes up uh, and down. In other words, the waters that are going up and the waters that are going below. And we are of the waters, like it says in Revelation seventeen fifteen, And our words are of the waters says that there. The waters are the nations, the multitudes, the peoples, and the tongues, the languages, the words that we speak. So it says there, the Spirit was hovering above all that. And he said, let there be light. So Abraham looks at this, and this is the way of the first spirit. If God makes you a covenant, a promise, he gives you a prophecy or something like this that you want to eat, want to understand. Then what did he do? When the Lord came, he went and told his man to get a young calf you know, a good one, spotless, get that, young calf, because he wanted to know about this covenant that had to do with the children, had to do with, uh, you know, having a child, he, and he's 100 years old, you know. So he's having, uh, he wanted to know about this promise. So he did the way the words, because what did he want? When you do this with the meat, do you understand what, the, what Isaac was doing? He knew that this was doing this in the way of the words, because meat is the strongest of food of God. Like the fish is the strongest one. They were great fish, meaning they were the best. This is the word of God. When eat of this, the word of God will be made known. When they do it in the way of the words, prepare it in the way of the words, and provide it with people if you want them to understand. And see, the beef is that. It separates them, causes them to separate the light and darkness, those of the darkness and those of the light. First Thessalonians 5, 1 to 1 to 11. Tells you it's either way. So this is a way to do this. And you, and so he provided him veal. He gave him milk and he gave him curds, cheese. And I told you milk knowledge is the beginning of knowledge. And the curd is the, you know, stirred up knowledge. So he was showing the Lord he wanted to stir it up in them. And he gave milk to drink, cheese or butter. It doesn't matter. It's stirred up milk, curdled. And that's what he was doing with this. The young veil was asking, it's the beef and it's the young one. He was asking about the child that's to come. He wanted to know the covenant. And that's the way the first spirit. If God has given you a promise and you don't understand it, then you do this meal with him. You're offering this with him and eat it like that with him. And you want to know what it is. And then he gave him clarity. Not only did he give him clarity that, he also gave him the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. And you saw what, that he was going to go look at it and, and um, 
Abraham pleaded with him on that marvelously. And see, Jacob is called the man of truth. He was hungry for the words, as we talked about. The sheep, the, the lamb eating the lamb meat is, is likened to the fish. Very similar because what it is, is, you know, the fish is on the fifth day. This is the, the, the might of God uh, in the great fish. But it's similar to that. It, what it's talking about is the words. The fish is symbolic of the words and power that overcome the world. He says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Bring them out of the sea. The word that's going to bring them out of the sea. If, you, if you're going to, to have a meal or something where you're dealing with people, and you know, don't, it, it, it's good when they don't understand everything because you're doing it in the way of the words. If you want them to come out of the world, this is a good meal to have. This is the might of God. But you've got to prepare it in the right way with the heart. It's believing and knowing this. You know, these things are done and it takes a long time. See, God's covenant was very slow. He made it to them a long time before he got the answer. But that's what Abraham did. And, and then the, that, that's the beef. He, he separated and he got the answer. He, got, he was given the counsel. He was looking for the counsel, but he used the first spirit because he knew the Lord himself was the spirit of counsel. So he got the answer he wanted. Exactly. And, and the fourth council, the fourth spirit is law. I mean, God is stating this is going to be and this is how it's going to be. That's what spirit of counsel does. Because he always makes known and seals his instruction in the morning. And then let's look at, you know, the sheep, the lamb, words of wisdom. It's, it's building, you know, it's symbolic of the firmament. Firmament was in the second day. What's the, the lamb? The word separates with strength. And judgment, it gives you the knowledge of what the words do and how they're judged and how they're set apart. What the law of God is, that's because that's what the firmament was given, the work of heaven. It was to divide the waters that go up from the waters that go down. That's judgment. It's the knowledge. It's the words that we are judged by, John twelve forty eight, The words of God is what we're judged by. Understanding is, and the, the, the goat thing was, it's like a Passover, uh, separation. It's to teach us that we want to understand. And the way of understanding is we have to understand that God allows things to be tested so that we grow in strength. We fall against this, find out the error, because it makes us think. It makes us look. It makes us want to do right. He says that you're tested so that they fall down and, and see and then learn to choose good and not evil. It begins, the, the understanding is showing us the way to go. See, understanding is the path. Understanding is which way do we go. Now that we have the words, how do we use these rightly so we can begin to grow? That's what that does. That's why the, the, the goat is, is likened to that. You can eat, the, you know, to me, the, the best food for the third spirit for doing receiving good works and wanting people to get good is to feed them fruit not not goat meat in this case they did the goat because it was asking for a blessing from god for a specific purpose of understanding and she did it that way because he was looking for counsel but his wife knew he needed understanding he needed this blessing to come in the way of understanding 
because she knew that his idea of what the counsel of the Lord was didn't match up with what God had told her. And she was not, I mean, she was very zealous to do the way the words forgot. Okay, I hope that that has been interesting to you. I'm going to talk uh, another time about the things of the world because it would just take too long tonight. I thank you for your time. And Lord, we just bless you. We, we just love you, Lord, knowing, Lord, that these are ways of doing the words. And Lord, with understanding, we'll understand how to do this. But Lord, the problem is people don't have patience to learn. And dear Lord, they want it now. We are a now society. But Lord, we forget that everything is in your appointed time because you're trying to save the most people possible. Your work at all people be saved and come to the knowledge of truth overrides all things. You gave the people of Nineveh who absolutely deserved destruction. You gave them 40 days and they repented and they saw it and they turned. The poor disciples, Lord, when they, dear Lord, had walked with you for three and a half years and they actually did not get it. Even in the last week, they were talking about you're bringing your kingdom and they're going to sit in a throne. They thought it was on the earth and so on. Preachers are like that today. Uh, they think that they're going to go for seven years and come back and, and then you're going to come and visit them in their mansions. Man, tragic, tragic understanding. They just don't understand the end times. And dear Lord, they won't want to listen. Because they can sell that message. They can, they can make millions and millions of dollars doing this stuff every year, writing books and every other kind of thing. Because that's what the system gives them and they don't understand that the companies giving that money are working for the devil. So where do they think that this is coming from and where is it leading to? Because knowledge is not growing. They think knowledge has increased over the last hundred years. No, that's just science laws of man. They, they haven't figured out the words of God. The words of God have come. And it has more power over all those science laws than anything, and they don't understand it. It's too simple for them. No, this don't. Make, this would be hard to sell. This would be hard to understand. See, the disciples for three and a half years were looking for power. They're going to come, and you know, the whole nation of Israel is going to line up behind them with an army, and we're going to fight the Romans. We can't lose because Jesus can heal everybody, and 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 nobody will die. That, that's kind of the thought process. Then all of a sudden, he dies. They hadn't heard what he'd been saying. They hadn't paid attention to the words. They hadn't been paying attention to how God works, the ways of God, the seven spirits, the rest of it, the spirit of truth, how to get it, you know, how to be set apart from the world. They didn't understand it. They thought of everything in the way of the world. And then he dies. And now, oh, my goodness, why? What, what good was all this? Why did we follow him? Because now our families are in trouble. We got to hide. We, we barely want to go out because people will kill us. If we say anything, they're going to kill us. But then all of a sudden on the third day, first day of the week, the Lord shows up. See, we don't have that thing because our timing right now is the Lord has kind of come up. It says he will take dominion in the wintertime. You can see that very clearly from Daniel 7, 11 to 12. And also he tells you in Matthew uh, Twenty four nineteen come out before the winter. He tells you in Luke seventeen thirty four that separation judgment is going to be in the night. We're in the last year of the night. When do you think it's going to be? It's going to be soon, quick. And you can listen to the world. You got Trump saying all these things about, oh, I'm against globalism and the rest of that. And yet he's putting together one of the worst government groups of people I've ever seen. 
I know the dark side, and I know many of them that are connected to the dark side, and they are connected to the dark side very tightly. So, you know, they deceive the people. They're saying all these nice things in public, but they're they're putting together a team that'll destroy things. I can see why they put him in as president, because they're appointed. I've told you about the elections and all the rest of that. I can really see why he's put him in there, and you can see all this deceit going around all over the world. The food being destroyed and the rest of it. So... It's likened to that. We don't see the destruction until when it comes. Then they're going to want to know the words because they have no weapons to protect them against these armies. They have no ability to, you know, when the God is not answering the prayers because he says he's going to give them a famine of the word. They're not going to be able to call upon his name. They say they know his name. They don't know his name that matters. That name is the word of God, the one they do not know. He's on his white horse. The name written, they do not know. If they know that name, he'll deliver them because the horse is the spirit of God. And he'll deliver them, but not unless they're able to call upon him. He says, if you if you scoff at my words and will not hear them, I will not intercede with you with the Father. It's simple as that. If you don't hear my words, you do not love me, he says, John fourteen twenty three to 24. So we have to get this. And it's very hard because right now these times are getting more dark and all of a sudden, this, this war is going to come and people will start panicking. Economic collapse is a guarantee from God. He's got to destroy this. It's a pagan currency. It's a pagan world. The economic system is nothing but a lie. I've explained all the trading platforms, the rest of it, the issuance of the currencies. Everything is a fraud. And the currency itself is a pagan dollar. And the receipts are poisonous. When you touch the toxic receipts at the grocery stores even, it's toxic. People don't understand these things. But you think that's of God? Any of that's of God and he wants to save it? Does he want to save America who's starting wars and doing all these things and its shepherds are going out promoting false teachings of the end times? And he's not going to save that. He's got to change that. He wants to get them to repent. He wants a revival to come. Exactly what he says in Joel 2, 12 to 20. So we'll talk about this more. Father, we thank you for your time. We thank you, Lord, that you've allowed us to come before you. But, Lord, most of all, Lord, it's useless unless your spirit is released to call upon these people, Lord, to, to enable them to understand your works. Lord, we just try to give them some basic knowledge of your words. Lord, you said, dear Lord, if they're just weaned on milk, they can't have your knowledge. Lord, let them understand, Lord, we're trying to show them the way the first spirit is. First thing, they've got to believe there are words. And know that those words are everlasting. That's the one thing that's the inheritance of the kingdom that you want to give us. So if they despise your inheritance that you're trying to offer them, which is the words of God that they're going to be judged by, then they have no right to enter the kingdom in this time of the judgment. Lord, I pray that they would hear this. Many are dying every day, Lord. Where are they going? Some will rise up because it's your judgment. But Lord, we know what the scriptures say about the time of the separation judgment. And that's scary because, Lord, there's no excuse at that time. It's just like the people weren't allowed to go in the promised land for 40 years and die in the desert. It's, it's that simple. They're going to go into the plagues. They're going to go into those destructive plagues, just like you said they would do. Lord, we pray they'd understand that. They must come out and change now before it's too late. Lord, we ask all these things in thy precious and thy holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. 